gentlemen. It's Durham Freshers Week. Calling all Durham Uni Freshers. Welcome to Durham. Hi everyone, we're DUSAG, Durham University's Scout and Guide Group. I'm Chloe, I'll be the president this year. I'm from St Mary's College and I'm a second year history student. Hi, I'm Kate. I am the social sec for this year for DSAG. I'm also from St Mary's College and I'm studying philosophy. Uh, I'm Ryan. Um, I'm the treasurer for this year uh, and I'm a year cut student studying maths. Hi, I'm Rory. I'm a third year computer scientist at Castle College and this year I will be your secretary. If you're interested in learning more about DUSAG, follow us on our Instagram at du underscore scouts and guides or join our Facebook group, DUSAG. <laughs> uh, especially important this year because although we've advertised a certain, like a handful of upcoming events and things as part of our Freshers' Fair content, um, lots of things might be subject to change. In the first place, you'll find out concrete plans of what we're doing will be on the Facebook page and the Instagram. You can also email any of the exec members, but if you want to specifically get in touch with me, the president, it's president.dusag at gmail.com. And we've also got the website. If you just type in dusag, it should hopefully come up. Uh, you could possibly sign yourself up to the mailing list or just find quicker ways to get in contact with, with us. There'll also be links to the social media on there, so worth che- checking out. Okay, so everyone, what are the most interesting things about DUSAG as a society? We do lots of fun activities such as camps, weekly socials, and when we're not in a quarantine, pub quizzes and bar rules. Just so everyone is aware, Rory is not being held at gunpoint as he says these things. (laughs) (laughs) Do I sound robotic? (laughs) It sounds like it took you a while to come up with any interesting things about DUSAG. You know, I, I just don't know what to say in this context. <laughs> add, add on to what Rory said. Uh, we do fun socials, lots of big camps and events that we can join in on. Hopefully some of those might go ahead this year. If not, there's other years. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun. Everyone is really friendly. Um, and it's a great way to stay involved with scouting, guiding, not in a leadership capacity um because i i mean i'm a brownie leader and i love it but it's really nice to still be able to do stuff with people your own age and not be stressing about where all of your 30 brownies are and stopping them running into the road scouts and guides without the responsibility ryan do you have anything to add uh yeah um and also quite interesting about it is that you know you might not have done scouts or guides at all or for a long time and you know it, it's still very very easy to, to fit in like, i haven't done it in years um and i'm gonna be honest i still don't do it properly at the moment um but you know that's it's more than that it is about the scouts and guiding but it's also about the kind of community and the, the social aspect um because it's a very very strong society for that um and certainly uh part of it that really made me appreciate it in first year which you know first time away from home for a lot of people um and the community aspect is very very strong um you get to know everybody okay so what is everyone's favorite activities that we've done in the past i think my favorite was uh 
like Midnight Madness, which is a overnight competition that we run for local explorers and rangers. And it was very fun to actually get back into volunteering within scouting, which is something I'd had to take. A, I took a break from when I'd moved to Durham. Kate, what's your favourite event? Um, I think it's hard to top big event from last year. Um, the lovely Olivia organised for us to go to Amsterdam. Um, so we all went on the ferry overnight from Newcastle to get to Amsterdam. A day spent sightseeing, eating nice food, um, and just generally having fun before coming home. And that was right before COVID hit, so we timed it very well. Uh, you know, the big event was a pretty strong one. The Amsterdam trip was really, really good. Um, I, I, well, you know, I, some people might describe me as a social member as well. Um, and so, you know, socials like the bar crawls or um, other bar crawls or pub quiz, you know, they were all pretty strong, uh, especially first year, you know, um, for me. But that was a good introduction to the society before I started looking at the other stuff, you know, because not everybody, I hadn't done a long time, but, you know, I had done a bar crawl. So it was an easy transition um, to start getting into society and everybody in it. So, yeah. Rory, what was your favourite event? Um, well, big event and the bar crawls are definitely up there. Um, but I want to add and say that the kind of weekly social aspects, so the regular pub quizzes and recently the virtual games nights have been definitely a great way to keep me sane um, during these troubling times. But yeah, there's been a really great thing about this society, which is good community. That's very true. I've completely forgotten about the virtual side of GSAG, even though we've been doing it every week. But I do love a game of werewolf and we've played lots of that in lockdown. But we've also done quite a lot in the last year, even though we were cut short with like COVID. So we did Safari Supper, which was very fun. I got to eat free a free course meal. So hopefully next year, Singma might be able to do. For context, Safari Supper involves going to a different house for each different course all around Durham, cooked by different members of DUSAG. Yeah. We've also done um, ice skating, end of term meals, because there's plenty of good places to eat in Durham. Um, yeah, and we did a bonfire night event, because obviously scouts, guides and fires mix well. The bonfire night event was slightly more successful than our freshest campfire from last year, um, when it had rained for, for so much that we didn't even quite managed to light a fire because everything was absolutely soaking but it was all right because we had microwave smalls in trevs well you know this year we might have an online campfire so we probably won't have that problem that's true <laughs> <laughs> depressing but true let's get a really old computer and try running a really fast piece of software and just get your marshmallow <laughs> extra fan we've also got plenty of plans for the next academic year so there'll be hopefully a mix of in-person events and um, online events. So hopefully everyone can get involved, regardless of how comfortable they feel meeting up with people. And we'll easily adapt to any new changes or restrictions that are imposed. So uh, Kate, since you're our social secretary, do you want to outline some of the plans for next year? Yeah, so as Chloe said, um, because we're still kind of up in the air with guidance, both um, what we're allowed to do at the moment and whether things will change or not with local lockdowns and things. 
the current plan is to try and hold one kind of roughly one in person and one virtual event each week obviously that won't always be the same but we like to kind of switch around the days that we do things so you can kind of drop in when suits you currently we've got plans for having in person some like outdoor hikes geocaching scavenger hunts um hopefully we might get a campfire in at some point and then online doing things like quizzes werewolf <laughs> scribble um got some plans to do a murder mystery night online so lots of ideas floating around just there will be um a term plan coming out at some time eventually but we're still kind of holding out on that for a little while until we know for sure what will and won't be allowed ideally hopefully at some point we'll be able to have bar crawls and end of term meals and um maybe we'll sago will run a sago goes to spoons and you know going ice skating in newcastle all of those kinds of things hopefully will be allowed to occur don't just think that all we offer socially is really scouty type stuff um just at the moment we haven't specifically planned for anything like that because i've got absolutely no clue it will be allowed and it seems more likely that hikes and outdoor campfires might be allowed so uh, Ryan, is there anything in particular next year that you're looking forward to? Um, honestly, would you know, obviously it's a different time, it's a new time that I've had to adapt to. So what I'm most looking forward to is actually finding something else that I really enjoy, like another activity or another kind of social activity that might come about from the, I don't know, the innovation needed for such a time. Um, because, uh, you know, I found I've discovered a lot of new things that I've enjoyed at university. Um, a lot of new things that I've discovered from online, you know, social events. Um, and so, you know, that's something I, I can't looking forward to see what else I kind of find and what else is brought into the world because of the you know, the pandemic that is COVID. Rory, anything to add? Um, I'm again excited to see what new things we do this year. Um, I'm also quite looking forward to potentially uh, push to do more of the top awards in scouting and guiding. As before, we haven't really done a lot of those. We're trying to now focus on those, or not focus, but include those. So stuff like BV, Queen Scout, Queen Guiding. So there's plenty on next year. But as a general rule, we'll also help if you want to volunteer with a local scout or guide group. And I know it seems uncertain about whether groups will be able to run in person and if they'll have to go online again. But groups are desperate for leaders, as it always has been everywhere. But, you know, they'll, they'll be happy to help and get you included on an online group or in person. And we'll be there to navigate you towards certain groups that need, need the leaders. So that's something you're interested in. It is still something we can help with and we can offer, even though, you know, scouting and guiding isn't quite the same as it was last year. But also volunteering will help with the top awards, which mm. is an added bonus, as well as helping your local community. And you would also want to do it because you're a good person, aren't you? Yes, obviously that's why everyone does it. <laughs> We all know Chloe does everything for the badges.
I'm very motivated by badges. So uh, I guess we should probably explain more about how DUSAG links in with the wider SEGO organisation. Um, Rory, since you're our SEGO rep, do you want to explain a bit more? As the secretary for DUSAG, one of my roles is to deal with SEGO, which is the Student Scout and Guide Organisation. Um, and these are the, or they are the national body of all student scouting groups kind of together. It's a big like a thing across the whole country that runs events and helps coordinate different groups of different activities. And it's just a way for scouting in different universities to feel connected and as part of the one big scouting family that we are. Um, they run lots of events and you can join any of them really. There are also lots of resources um, and yeah, it's just a good extra thing to kind of incorporate into scouting at university. I should also add, um, as of well now, DUSAG and the Newcastle University equivalent of DUSAG uh, we're running a joint committee to plan our own camp, um, Viking Rally, in autumn 2021. So fingers crossed it goes ahead. But that is something that, you know, will be a great opportunity to all do SAG members because it gives an opportunity for us to turn up to a local camp, but with groups from, with groups from lots of different universities across the UK, which is something DUSAG has never done since 2000. So do you have to be a scout or a guide to join DUSAG? Uh, no, at the moment you do not have to be a scout or guide. It might be that you were once involved in scouts and guides and you'd like to make a comeback or you've never been involved before but now you're interested. Um, we're open for anyone to join so you know international students are welcome to join us. You don't have to be a fresher to join us this year. Um, Anyone that is keen is welcome to join the society. What's everyone's favourite scouting or guiding memory? Maybe not necessarily linked to do SAG, but something you've done before university. Um, I think my best guiding memory is probably I went on a, an international with Girl Guiding Midlands to Taiwan in summer 2018. And we had the most incredible campfire with um, a troop of scouts in Taiwan and one it was just a massive fire like huge and we all sat around on these tiny little stools and we would sing like a song and then the scout the Taiwanese scouts would sing a song but with very different levels of energy so we were doing you know Edelweiss got your clapping hands going round um just kind of fairly chilled out songs and then they would like turn on, they had like a full speaker set and turn on some like heavy like beat music and start dancing. And the most interesting one was when they all kind of stood in a line around the fire and then all like connected hands between the person in front's legs and then like marched around in a circle whilst humming weirdly. And we didn't know what they were humming, but it was just an excellent dance performance. And it wasn't what I was expecting when they started the fire. Um, but yeah, it was just great <laughs> i wasn't really sure what was happening half the time but a cracking campfire rory what's your favorite scouting memory mine is another campfire memory um and also another international camp 
Um, so I was doing the Explorer Belt in Oman and we just finished hiking, old days hike along the mountain of Jabal Shams and beautiful mountain, it's called the Grand Canyon of Arabia. Beautiful scenery, we just have this campfire set up and we're being surrounded by these friendly goats. One of which, weirdly enough, Steve Batchel met two weeks later. There's a photo. There's a photo of me with a goat, and then two weeks later, Steve Batch uploaded a photo of the same goat. Oh, he's obviously copying you. Oh, what yeah. a claim to fame that is. So, um, yes, that's my claim to fame. Uh, yeah, and then just chilling with mates halfway up a mountain, thousands of miles from home. Ryan, what was your favourite scouting memory? In a different kind of way, my probably one of my favourite uh, scouting moments, uh, in fact, scouting and perhaps all, it was kind of a, between Cubs and Scouts. Um, it was actually the first kind of freedom I got because it, it was very much, I was very young, obviously, but then the freedom that they gave you um, and with your leaders, it was very refreshing considering, well, how, how old I was. But I remember, uh, you know, I must have been, 12, 13, and we were just walking around, like we went on a trip to Alton Towers, and we were just walking around with like, all my friends, just going on all the rides, and it's kind of surreal. At, well, at that age, for me anyway, I'd, you know, it was a, a parents quite strict. Um, so then all, all the stuff you kind of do, you know, the uh, outdoor hikes, the, the kind of camps, um, it gave a lot of freedom, uh, which otherwise you, I wasn't really going to find. And that was a really big part of it for me. I used to love thinking that I can just walk around with my friends around a theme park for a day. And, you know, all I have to do is just report or send a message to somebody every few hours or something like that. Um, and even though, you know, it wasn't, I couldn't say it's just one thing, one particular event, but all of the kind of essence of those events, the freedom of them, um, the responsibility you got yourself was really what I enjoyed the most. Get what you mean. The independence is great. Mm. I wouldn't have been where I am without scouting because Mm. I was the shyest eight-year-old ever. I didn't talk to strangers. And then to think like, you know, becoming a leader, standing in front of kids, telling them what to do would have been unheard of for eight-year-old me. My favourite scouting memory is when my group, we went to Kielder and we went with like the, the next, like the local scout group. So like a lot of my friends were there and it was so fun it was like peak midgy season which was horrific it was constantly eating garlic to keep them away but it was still so fun it was the fun of you know seeing other people panic at the midgies it was just did you just say eating garlic to keep them away yeah is that a thing isn't that vampires <laughs> midgies as well and they both suck blood so yeah I mean, it's the smell that keeps them away, or it stops them from biting you. Am I, um, I is this only news to me? Is it, do you not just use bug spray? Yeah. Uh, Who says yes? I think I'd done that trip as well to Kielder, the scout group. Kielder's great. Like, the water activities on the reservoir, we did, like, dragon boating, we built built our own rafts. I got pushed in the water quite a bit. We were just given the opportunity to run and jump in the water. And it was just very fun to bond with everybody in the rain and with all the midges. It was like 
on paper the worst camp ever but actually being there and doing all the fun security activities was the highlight best camp i've ever been on and the big question is did steve backshaw get bitten by the same midges a week later i can't guarantee i don't think so <laughs> don't have that claim to fame why did everyone want to join dusag when they started university well um weirdly enough chloe was on my corridor um in freshers and i remember just having general chat i think i'd heard about dusag before i'm sure some of the leaders at my home unit had spoken about their various universities sago groups um and then speaking to chloe she mentioned scouts i was like whoa i'm a guide this is crazy and we had a lot of chats about it and then we went to the freshers fair and chloe dragged me along to the dusag stand and we signed up and didn't look back since there really i was determined to sign up so yeah I, i'm from the northeast so i knew that there was a dusag at university so i was like i'm gonna find it and i did i'm glad i did but i remember it being quite atten- intense i probably was a bit obsessive about sight- finding them in the fresh fair um i kind of had just heard i don't know how probably through the grapevine that unis do scouting groups so after i got my offer confirmed i then just looked up our um, scouting group and yeah i signed up to the mailing list and then during the freshers' fair, uh, it must have been Ryan. He was just handing out leaflets. And then he said, and I said, oh, I'm actually interested in this. I was chatting to him, and that's how I joined. I, uh, I, 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 it wasn't a freshers' fair thing for me. It was actually quite, it must have been close, I don't know, two-thirds of the way through first term. Um, and I was living in the same flat as uh, previous exec from last year called Jack. Uh, he was secretary from last year. Um, so we were in the same flat uh, at Cuff and, you know, obviously starting to become good friends. Uh, and then he said, do you want to come along to a bar call uh, one night? And, you know, freshers. I just said, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was yes to everything. Uh, and so, yeah, I went along and it was just, you know, a really good night. <laughs> just quite honest. Uh, all the people was really nice. You know some very fun um, games, um, and just I don't know. It, it was very easy to to get into, um, and you know there are some societies at Durham that are absolutely colossal, and you know you can't get that kind of connection. And you can't just go on a night out and actually just talk to everybody and like play games and stuff because it's just too big. It's unrealistic. Um, but then in this case, you could, and it was just. I don't know, I just really liked it. Um, and then, you know, came a kind of social member. So I just turned up at the, um, the bar crawls in particular. Can I change one of my earlier answers about the best thing about DSAC? Because what Ryan was saying about just being a nice size to be able to actually get to know everyone. And I think um, because we're kind of, the thing that joins our group is an interest in scouting and guiding or scouting and guiding activities means we end up doing a whole variety of things because you know unlike other societies i don't know like the hummus society that are joined by eating hummus not to bash the hummus society um lots of other societies have one thing and they do that thing and that's their thing i've said thing too many times um but for us 
our thing is scouting and guiding but we do everything and the thing that joins us is this common thread in scouting and guiding so although we do the volunteering and the events and things that we run for local scouts and guides then as social activities we're open to doing anything and everything like if you've got an idea we can give it a go totally mm. i mean it just it just shows that it, it does become a group of friends as well, obviously we're a society but you do become a group of friends and you just do fun scouting activities together which is generally what you do when you're a scout and a guide but it just i mean i mean don't be put off by the fact we're saying it's a friendship group like we're anyone can join can we do your favorite campfire snack i've got a lot of thoughts on that kate what is your favorite campfire snack well chloe um s'mores are my all-time favorite although that's a bit of a basic level answer isn't it like i think most people's go-to is going to be s'mores so if not a s'more and it has to be a s'more made with um normal sized marshmallows like the giant ones don't quite melt properly roasted until it's golden you're not to burn it you're not to set it on fire in between chocolate digestives that is i mean i must disagree burnt marshmallows are the best i'm with chloe on this one yeah. People only say that if they haven't got the skills to toast a marshmallow properly. Oh, I just burnt marshmallow because you just you take the burnt layer off and you eat it. No, you, you have can... the burnt layer on. Extra crispiness. <laughs> They're not meant to be crispy. It's meant to be lovely and chewy and gooey. This is where you see the Dusag exec breakdown. My favourite <laughs> campfire snack is a, a small sandwich. So bread bun, chocolate, marshmallow, wrap the bread bun in tin, tin foil, Chuck it on the fire, take it out, you have a nice toasted marshmallow sandwich. Or it's a jack of potato, or just normal potato, and you scoop oh. the inside out, you crack an egg into it, you put the potato back together, wrap it in tin file, and hide that on the fire. And the egg cooks, okay. and. Hmm? That's a you thing, surely. <laughs> anyway, next do sag social that we have a campfire and bring in eggs and potatoes for everyone. <laughs> no. You're banned. Oh, I can't make it to that one. <laughs> so, what is everyone's most embarrassing scouting or guiding moment? Kate, I know you've got a good one. Thanks, Chloe. You have to pick on me first. I mean, lots of embarrassing moments to choose from because, you know, it has been quite a large proportion of my life and lots of ridiculous things I've been up to. Um, I think the, the peak level embarrassing was on a ranger's camp we set up a water slide, you know, the, and we were trying to run down the water slide and everyone else did it fairly majestically. Like it's hard to do it well, but, and I started going down, did a big like banana skin slip, landed on my bum and ripped my trousers in the process. So that was quite embarrassing. And I'm not even sure I had spare trousers. I think my most embarrassing scouting moment was as at a camp and we had break next day. So obviously we're all making breakfast and um, normally I have my eggs quite well done. So not runny at all. Somebody else made breakfast this day and they like their eggs quite runny. Um, so I wasn't used to this. So I put mine in a bit of bread, just a fried egg sandwich, take a bite out and the runny egg spills all down my uniform. And now my uniform is drenched in egg. Oh dear. So, Ryan, have you got an embarrassing story? I think so. It's a bit of a mixture of 
you know, pride and embarrassment. Uh, I was, you know, it was a proud moment for me. So we were at Sea Houses, which, um, and we got some free time. And I had gotten addicted to these Vimto sprays, the, the candy spray, the sweet spray that you spray in your mouth. And I'd been given, I brought money for the trip to, you know, spend. I spent it all on these Vimto sprays and because I was addicted to them. Like, it was the first, type, first kind of taste of freedom. I totally abused it. Uh, and so I got all these Vimto sprays and then I get back and somebody snitched on me. So then I get, I get the, uh, the leader, Crum uh, brings me over and tells me to empty my pockets. And then I empty my pockets and about 15 of these little Vimto sprays all start falling out. And like, you know, it's like a, a film scene where all of them just start kind of rolling around on the floor and just bouncing about. And I'm just standing there like that. And then the leader is saying, do you have any money left? And I'm like, no. This <laughs> is the second day in. Um, but, you know, it was embarrassing, but also I was very proud of it. I was like, See, my most embarrassing moment, there's a lot to choose from. And, you know, if you're during DUSAG, you'll probably hear plenty of them. You'll probably witness quite a few. The main one that still haunts me today is my first camp as a young leader. We were at um, Beamish and we were camping there overnight. And this was like my first camp as a young leader. It was like very daunting. I was determined to stay up as late as the leaders did. So we all sat around the fire and I was sat on like a wooden log. Um, and it hit a point where I fell asleep, sat on the log leant backwards and the log rolled with us and I fell over and woke up with a start and I had a bunch of leaders checking on us because I just suddenly like fell over and it was very embarrassing having them to tell us to go to bed because I'd obviously just fallen asleep mid-conversation. <laughs> Thanks to everyone for listening. Um, thank you to Purple Radio for allowing us to use their platforms to promote our society and hopefully we'll see you all at Dusag soon. This is Purple Radio. Purple Radio.